0: This year's donations
1: might go to say
2: the geology department oh dear not the dirt people geology is the study of pressure and ah. time that's all it takes really
1: what kind of activity has turned the lint massive
0: look i'm just a geologist i like rocks i love rocks
2: all right hello everyone welcome to the geology
0: Plan my name is steve hey everyone i'm chris Greetings, earthlings. I'm Jesse. Mm. <laughs> huh? That was a nice it's one, good. buddy. It's good,
1: yeah. good foreshadowing.
0: I did like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: So uh aliens, man. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah.
0: I hope so. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm way off. Keep Wait, that's for with? that's
2: for Jesse's other Sasquatch podcast. Sorry.
0: <laughs> yeah. The the Patreon only episodes are just me ranting about conspiracy theories.
1: Oh, I just heard about a good one with the treaty the U.S. government has with the aliens.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's Do a good go-
0: one.
1: <laughs> we'll save that for, that'll, we'll
0: that'll be that for the, the- <laughs> that'll be a Patreon extra today.
2: Yeah, yeah. So if, uh, if, if you want to find out about the treaty between us and the aliens, please become a Patreon. Check us out on patreon.com.
1: Kind of interesting, because the aliens are such an advanced civilization. Why are they still going back to, like, ancient treaty stuff, you know? It's like, come on. Well, you, you talk, we'll,
2: we'll talk about it later, buddy. Come on.
1: All right. Well, can't, break it down. Can't a
2: give the milk away for free. Come on. All
1: right. <laughs> Why buy the cow when you get the milk for free? Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, but no, we are not talking about aliens
1: today. What are we talking about? Uh we're gonna talk it's still an out of out of this world podcast or topic. Uh Ooh, talk about the moon. Though. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna talk about the moon. Um how it, what is the moon? Why is it there? What does it do? How did it form? And is it true that it's actually made of cheese?
2: Yeah, right. I was just looking that up.
0: It's (laughs) quickly Googling. Is this true? Uh, (laughs) Of all of the Earth's moons, it's my favorite. By default.
1: (laughs) 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 So, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about how the... Probably just talk about... how do you want to start this off? We want to do some fun facts about the moon, how it formed. Yeah, let's. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Which
2: one? Uh, so I looked it up. It turns out it is not made out of cheese.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, well, all right. Let's wrap it up then. Uh, That's
2: it. But, but in, in my searching, there is one website that says evidence indicates the moon is made of cheese.
1: <laughs> hmm. that website should be clicked on immediately (laughs) from from
2: 2015 so reasons to believe
1: is that the onion or something
2: no it's a legit website
0: (laughs) well ufosareal.net
2: they're talking about uh, seismic velocities and and how it changes and that's why they think it's of what uh, the moon the, the covering range found it's like munster cheddar and provolone so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep going through this website while you guys
1: wow we should compare you yeah just get that together and then we'll compare notes yeah uh, yeah sorry all all the time that i wasted on this uh so on my research well yeah so one of our patrons
2: brings up a good question wouldn't it be moldy by now but there's no no, oxygen
1: oxygen so and there's no bacteri- grow. If, yeah, well, you need the bacteria. You think
2: about That's, it. It's like one of the perfect conditions for making cheese. It's like it's, it's like, like, you know, cave age cheese.
0: Yeah. It's like I always say space is the best Tupperware, right? <laughs> I I'm uh, you always say that. Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I I would actually like to see like uh I wish NASA was doing that. Just like dropping some I don't know, like a ham sandwich out on the moon and see how long it lasts. There you go. I guess I mean cosmic radiation might eat away at it, but put it in a Ziploc baggie. Well,
1: well you know, why do you the... need a
2: Ziploc baggie if space is like Tupperware, like you uh, always good say.
0: Point. Good point. Like <laughs> I, I always <laughs> say.
1: well, I've talked about the uh the 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 experiment that some people say should be had with a. Uh, uh it's more like a thought experiment, but it could be an actual real life experiment. You go back to the I think I've talked about this on a podcast before, but in case you haven't heard it. Go back to the uh, the original area where the Apollo uh, landings were, right? Those people were hanging out there for a couple days, right? So nature's going to call after, mm-hmm. you know, after a certain amount of time. So they're, you know, relieving themselves in bags and they just left it, left it there on the moon, right? Did Go they back, leave it? They just left it on the moon.
0: Oh, well, they. I'm a little upset that the Apollo missions did not practice Leave No Trace. They did not practice they, leave they no trace They literally <laughs> left
1: a lander there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> good fair point. <laughs> <laughs> well, one guy was hitting golf balls on the <laughs> <laughs> that's not
0: it's not very it's not good ecological practice when you're in a non-native environment. Yes.
1: Yeah, so they, they did not follow leave no trace. They left their swag or swag bags. Is that what they call? Anyways, they uh they left these bags there of human excrement and uh i don't think
2: it's a swag bag
1: no so you call them you ever see like out if you're out like somewhere like they say like don't poop in the woods
2: a wag bag
1: a wag bag yeah
2: swag Um, bag is a bag bag full of like (laughs) gifts and toys and something nice wag bag
1: okay i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) thank you for correcting me there and uh, I'm wag was, bag.
2: Th- that was from our patreon maddie too was, and a wag Six. bag i believe comes from like a wagging tail of a dog like
1: so okay the astronauts left their wag bags around there you go should we go back there and revisit it to see if any bacteria still stayed alive and <laughs> could they potentially have contaminated the moon with bacteria
0: well wow, that's really interesting actually
1: <laughs> um, should, should we write
0: should we write this up we could probably get a grant out of this going to go to the moon no i don't like flying in an aeroplane let alone a rocket like, you'll you
1: don't okay but if you got no. stuck
2: on the moon you could harvest that poo and grow your own potatoes
1: yeah and that's like the- matt
2: damon on the martian
0: <laughs> that's that's the plot line does amtrak go to the moon <laughs> uh, i'll be not, in
2: not yet yeah no space elevators yet <laughs> But, all right. All right. Well.
0: Yeah. So let's let's
2: talk about the origins of the moon. So wait. Are,
0: wait first. 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 Oh, oh. explain, explain to me before before the origin of the moon. Got it. Yes. Yes. Explain to me what makes a moon a
1: moon and a planet a planet. Has to do with size should, size differential. Should, no. Does it have to? Actually, I don't know the exact answer for this, but does it have to do with? Uh, the way it, it orbits, like the moon orbits yeah. around the Earth.
0: Yeah, so the uh, a moon, any moon, is considered a, a satellite of of the planet. It's orbiting the planet, whereas planets orbit their star.
2: Right. So, uh-huh. but the moon would not be considered a planet of the star, though.
0: No, because no, 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 because the orbital path. It's yeah. Its gravity is is driven Sorry, by that's it. that's kind of where yeah. I was going with the size differential uh, thing. Got Sorry, it. the moon is also. The largest moon relative to
1: its planet. Yeah. Ah,
2: yeah. Differential wise. Yes.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an abnormally large sized moon. And (laughs) when you look up at the moon and nighttime sky, you've only ever seen one side of the moon. There really is a dark side of the moon. Pink Floyd nailed it back (sighs) whenever. When did that album come out? I don't know.
0: They were 78.
1: um, Yeah. They were astro. I mean,
0: unlike. Brian May and his astrophysics degree, Pink Floyd was right.
2: March 1st, 1973.
1: So it's not actually dark on the dark side of the moon, but we just never see it. Yeah, correct. And it's because the moon is tidally locked with the earth. Um, so you only ever, it's a, the one side continuously faces the earth as it rotates around or as it orbits around the earth. So we didn't actually see the 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 backside of the moon until, for well, the first people to actually see it with their own eyes, were the uh, the, the Apollo, Apollo astronauts. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, um, other fun. Oh facts yeah, that's right.
0: Because the Apollo astronauts. Sorry to interrupt, but the Apollo astronauts had to go around the moon before they landed. Uh-huh. Yep. And I mean, Alan Shepard saw it a bunch of times because he was he was up in the the. The whatever I, I'm i bad with names, whatever the rocket capsule was that was going around. I'm sure there's some space nerds out there. That are uh, screaming at Mercury me right missions. Now. Was that yeah, the Mercury missions? No, no, missions? And, yeah. no. It was the Apollo missions. But when um, when Buzz Aldrin and Neil Armstrong oh, landed oh. on the moon, he stayed behind. Yes. And he did a bunch of orbits around the moon. So he kept seeing it. There it is again. Big Bad is a Yeah,
1: that's what I was thinking about. I didn't know if that reference would. <laughs> so um I had another fact, another fun fact. Oh, oh, and the moon controls tides on Earth. Yeah. Prove it. Uh, Prove it. Well, we could do some math here, but that's not gonna that's not gonna be a good podcast if we if we're talking about math. This yeah, isn't the math podcast? No, thanks. No, no. <laughs> Let's figure out the <laughs> let's figure but, out the next the next decimal of pi. Come on, let's yeah. <laughs> that was right, uh, a horrible joke. But uh,
2: doing doing some research on how was the moon formed, man. That the the latest and greatest of how the moon formed changes a lot. <laughs> like the yeah. theory, the theories have changed so much over the years. Well, like, I, I read an article from January of 2022, and then I read an article, uh, I think it was a-
0: April or May of 2022, and they're different. <laughs> it's like, I, I've i always had the one in my head, but yeah, just doing some, I, I mean, the, 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 ba- the basic premise is kind of the same well, for the last I, few years, but yeah, I read a few different ones that I'd never heard of before that i will gladly share in a minute but yeah
2: and i i'm, I'm as you're doing that i'll i'll go through um the debunk cheese, me. cheese making process of
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you wanted to make some cheese for a while there did
0: you ever end up making I, your own cheese no I, i'm still might but i'm still yeah i still would it like, like you yeah.
1: need some free time for that yeah.
0: i mean well, that's
2: one of those set it and forget it things. Like you have to spend a day making it and then you kind of have to like let it sit for years. Right.
0: If you, I guess, if you want like really fancy cheddar, I'm going to dig a little hole in my backyard, a little cave.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I had some cave aged cheese this summer
0: oh, from good. upstate
2: New York. How caves. Oh, man. The cheese oh, was good.
0: Nice. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I'm lactose intolerant, but it was worth it. Well, sounds like a rough night. Yeah, not for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like a rough
2: night sharing a small life. hotel room with my kids. <laughs> they might not have appreciated it. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so origins be- of the moon are. Uh, ever evolving, I guess.
1: Yeah, well, so the most. Uh, uh, I guess. um uh, the the one that's most agreed upon is called the giant impact hypothesis. Um, some, I didn't realize this until I was looking this up. Sometimes people call this the big splash. You guys ever hear that before? Never heard that. No. I mean, it's kind of fitting. I guess it could. I've yeah. heard of
2: the, the last splash, which was the, a song by the breeders.
1: Oh, oh that's the, a throwback to 1994
2: right there. They there also
0: have a very similar appropriate song, Cannonball. No, which is what you know. I think Cannonball
2: was a song. The last splash was the album. Okay. Ah. Yeah. There you go. That's how that's how old I am.
0: Yeah. So
1: carry on. <laughs> so okay, the Earth is a baby planet. Uh we're going back 4.5 billion years ago. Now baby right. meaning young, in, not small. It's young. It's very yes. young. New kid on the block, right? During uh Hadian time, which is very very early on in the uh in uh you know uh in earth's history. Not even we're not even in the geologic time scale yet at this point, right? Hating the uh hating times not officially recognized.
2: Nope. Solar system just pulling itself together.
1: Just figuring it out. You know, it's trying to figure out who you know what what it is and what's going on, what what's it all about. So basically the Earth is about somewhere between 20 and 100 million years old. And then Got into an accident. So at this time, there's a lot of stuff still kind of orbiting around the sun. And these collisions were, you know, pretty, pretty common. And a, a, uh, a, uh, something about the size of Mars slams into the earth. Right. Yeah. The,
2: the way I like and- to think about this, real quick, and I'll interject is, if you have a cyclone vacuum, where you can actually see all the dirt spinning around on the inside, when the early solar system, just imagine you—you you vacuumed over, I don't know, a thousand tiny Legos, and then those thousand tiny Legos are just like <laughs> screeching around inside that that vacuum. So they're being held there, you know, not by uh, a Dyson vacuum but they're being held there by gravity of the sun but they're still circulating around circulating around circulating around smashing into each other smashing into each other forming clumps breaking up into smaller things like it's it's chaos so the the earth is young Uh, everything I've read is it's for the most part still molten but
1: and then carry on I just want to give that visual yeah, it's good. I like that. It was good. Um, so the Earth slams into this this uh planet like body about the size of Mars and boom. It left a mark. So this planet uh or they call it a uh uh it, it's uh like a Thea is the name of it, and it comes uh do you guys know the origin of, of Thea, why they named it Thea? I do, because
0: I looked it up for this episode.
1: Well, oh, okay. attaboy. <laughs> yeah. So, it comes from... Uh, it's named after the Greek Titan, who was the mother of Selene, and Selene was the goddess of the moon. So, Thea is the Nailed it. The
0: moon. Nailed it with that yeah. name. Right?
1: Yeah. Okay. Like, so all of these... Uh, you know, I like Old school
2: scientists them. are just like, man, I tip my hat to you, sir. Like, yeah, you right? took... You took that extra time, and not extra time to look it up on the internet. Like you took that extra time to figure out, like you know who was the Free mother mythology, of the moon? and yeah,
1: yeah, and just because uh, it's a very poetic name, right? You know, yeah. It's like imagine if you were naming something. You're like, oh, by the way, there's a whole origin story like about this, you know. And it's yeah, like, I have to use this name, you know, like. <laughs> so you, there you go. Um, fun fun do, fact: Do you know like? one of the lines of evidence
0: for this hypothesis?
1: Yeah, I had, I'm i looking at a bunch of them, but let's compare uh,
0: Well, to. I was thinking about the one about the core.
1: Do you know that one? Uh, that the moon doesn't have that big of a core?
0: Well, so I guess the Earth's core relative to the size of the planet is, is larger than would be expected by accretion alone. Oh. And so <clears throat> the thought is when Thea... When we collided with Theia, I was about to say when Theia hit us, but I don't want to place blame. When we collided with Theia, the mantle and the core of both planets fused together, giving us, you know, I don't want to say a super core and a super mantle, but basically. Yeah. So, I mean,
2: no, go ahead. Sorry.
0: I was just going to say, so that's there's some thought that you know, for its size, that's Sort of, you know, it's it's an indirect line of reasoning, but it, the logic, I think, is there.
1: All right. So how about this? Of course, I, this is the first thing that, that came. I'm going off the script here, right? Speak about scripts. After after I tell this story then we can yeah, talk about. Yeah, we, how we were
2: following all. our perfectly formatted outline. Thank you to the formatting formula, formattingformula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for all of your Word document formatting needs. Um, I was actually just talking to the formatting formula earlier this week and they were formatting a thesis of someone from China, which is like they do this stuff all the time, but all of the references were in Chinese. So the formatting formula had to go through and check to make sure that all the references were correct in Chinese or I guess Mandarin and then. Make sure that all the links were correct and all that, like just all the stuff that the formatting formula does like and and does like differently every single week that I talk to them. It's just amazing. So check them out. Formattingformula.com. Make sure you tell them an African elephant sized geology flannel cast sent you.
1: There you go. God bless the formatting formula. Thank you, Steve. Um, so all right, so
2: saying- now, now we're off script. Go on. Carry
1: on. (laughs) Yeah. While you're doing that, I was like, don't forget this thought. Don't forget. I was saying, do that after I was going to say this, but thank you for testing me here. Okay. So if our core is bigger than other planets in the solar system, is it the core and mantle as well? That's bigger.
0: Uh, The core and mantle. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
1: So does that mean that tectonics will be active longer on earth? than other planets and does that potentially have anything to do from like a bio like because we talked about and like i don't know does that ever change
2: about- the goldilocks effect for astronomers and where they're looking for the goldilocks effect
1: so like Bless yeah you, or i was just thinking like do we uh he pressed the cough button that's very he good. did i know <laughs> i'm watching jesse like having a fit over here sneezing
2: yeah. i I, I, <laughs> I yeah i hope it was a sneeze not a
1: seizure <laughs> I'm good. Yeah. So, does i wonder how this relates to to the tectonics. Uh, I guess maybe in terms of like you know how long the you know te- te- tectonics lasting longer on Earth. And then the other, my other thought—we've talked about this. I know we definitely talked about some of the on the on the Patreon side of things. I don't know if we ever talked about it on the actual um, podcast, but we talked about how tectonic like life—is reliant on tectonics and. Like there's, uh, there's that the relationship. And, away. Yeah. And so basically how different things would be if we didn't hit this uh um uh this this Mars-sized body Thea.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean we 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 talked about the moon a couple of times in our podcast. I want to say uh 2020. We talked about it in episode 53, we talked about it in episode shortly thereafter, 58. We, we talked about a little bit with the Grand Canyon and Moon Dust, but um, and then asteroids like the moon in episode 68. So all from 2020. We apparently were moon heavy in 2020. Huh. But <clears throat> I, I, yeah, I do remember at one point Chris saying like, nope, too much outer space. We got to get back onto Earth. We
1: were going, there was a lot of outer space, <laughs> a lot of Planetary but, geology going on. It wasn't just me; it was an agreement. No, no, no. It was it was agreement. absolutely the royal we.
2: Um, but the I I agree with you in that that absolutely has to factor into plate tectonics. I mean, it in without doing the math, I would assume that that would elongate plate tectonics. If you have a larger core, that's going to keep that dynamo effect going longer. That's going to also that dynamo effect will also keep protecting us from the ultraviolet radiation and other sorts of radiation from the sun, which would help produce life more. So not only getting life more from, from the, from the protective magnetic barrier, but then also with plate tectonics, constantly recycling things and moving things along.
1: So I don't have an answer for this, but does the earth's magnetic field, is that a little bit like stronger than like Venus's magnetic field?
0: That's a
2: really good question. That sounds like a future episode to me. Yeah. I don't down. have an answer for it. I don't Venus <laughs> but, magnetic field.
1: But then we're going to get into a little bit later. Uh, I got some things to talk about Venus a little bit later in the podcast and how this relates to Venus. But Venus got clobbered too. Well, and at, so, everybody got clobbered in that late heavy bombardment. Well, this is well, and yes, but the late heavy bombardment happened after this. Well, and it was, yes, well, it was after smaller. well after the. The moon was this. formed. Yes, yes.
0: And there's there's some thought that Venus was the reason they
1: ran into the Earth. Done. Venus dun, gets clobbered dun. and then knocks something else out of orbit.
0: No, it's just the. Uh, <clears throat> I guess they, uh, you know, this this Mars-sized planet was you know in orbit, but it it was at a distance where like <laughs> the gravity of Venus was like I I don't know pulling it. Towards the Earth, I'm, I don't mm. understand. But it was perturbations by Venus's gravitational pull. Well, I don't know. I don't know if Thea was between us and Venus, or between us and Mars. There's a question. Got it. But also that you know,
2: all of the, if you you know the way I mean, the way gravity works, you know, the inverse square law. Like if you're if you're close enough and you're big enough, you're going to affect it.
0: So, yeah, and I mean, all I, I'm
2: just saying is, I don't want to throw Venus under the bus. I don't think it's all, all Venus's uh, fault. Uh,
0: I will. Venus, the Earth's the Earth's evil twin as I call it. Ooh. Um it Yeah, it's I mean, all of this is modeled too, right? Yes. We should sort of point out that this is all sort of mathematically derived. But the I mean, it's it's sound reasoning too. It's not we're not talking about just making things up here
2: yeah but uh, speaking of modeling have you seen the supercomputer simulation that came seen out the
1: newest one yeah l- late last out, like, year like, yes, oh yeah yeah
2: it it it's interesting because they take all the knowledge that they have and they kind of have to reverse engineer it so the the moon's made up of more crustal material than maybe it should be. The earth has more mantle and core than maybe it should be. So then they figured out a simulation that would make that work. So they, you know, the, and, you know, we can post this link maybe on our website and it's really pretty nuts. Like it's pretty violent, this collision, like,
1: yeah, yeah
2: uh it's crazy you, you know think about two two blobs of i don't know yeah, slime you know slime. smacking into each other because cause it's not quite like water and and it's hard to think of water like that in, in a vacuum with no gravity kind of thing like it but Material. like this, hmm?
0: it's molten so it's yeah. like lava big two big balls of lava
2: yeah And they just smack into each other. But then you could see that, like, the Earth had probably already started differentiating itself. So the denser material, because it's all liquid, the denser material is already floating down towards the middle or sinking down towards the middle would be a better way to put it. So then the the stuff that's on the outer shell of Earth is that lighter, what we would call, you know, uh, continental crust-type material. So then when the moon kind of glancing down or Thea, glancing blow strikes the earth it kind of like strips off a bunch of that continental crust stuff and then s- slaps back and all this crazy chaos slurping around in the earth and then this little tiny blob ends up stuck outside of earth and it gets stuck in orbit with earth and it's Pretty incredible to see this simulation. Um, I kind of almost wish they would have color coded it a little bit differently. I mean, it, I'm sure it's more accurate to what was actually happening at the time. It's just called. I, I can. just I can looks post like a lava.
1: To the video on the yeah.
2: website too. It just looks like lava, like squishing around. But, um, it's it's pretty insane but it uh, obviously it's like done with supercomputers and all this like i'm sure it took like thousands of hours of computing power and all this stuff but um it's pretty incredible
1: yeah and it seems like uh reading about this this model of how of this like impact model uh, it seems like there's a little bit you don't really exactly know the angle that thea slammed into the earth at some people say it's uh, an oblique angle, but there's some other things that are saying that it had been a hit at a more direct angle because of the the mixing that occurred of the like basically Thea getting absorbed into the Thea and the Earth kind of absorbing each other, and um, something to do with the the moon not having the moon doesn't have a big core. Moon's got like a really really tiny core, and so and that it's might-
2: fairly iron poor. Um, it's for, yeah, for what not, it should be. I mean, it has, has a iron.
1: relatively small iron core, which gives the moon a lower density than Earth. So, um, yeah. And so I'm re- reading this. Uh, some some of these models about this, you know, Thea slamming into Earth indicate that that Thea, Thea's core would likely penetrate Earth and fuse with its own core. Um, and then. um yeah, so I, I they kind of, you kind of go off of that to kind of try to figure out the angle that that this thing hit the Earth. Regardless, it was a it was a rough day on Earth when yeah, uh,
2: but but they the say happened. it happened like over hours, not not years or millennia or or hundreds for, of years.
1: For like, wait, for because I was reading some things that like for the moon to come together it took a little bit of time from the, but by debris, the by the time I, the blob
2: that was the moon from what i'm reading took uh hours huh. that's that's the latest simulation from nasa mm.
1: pretty I'm trustworthy i am looking at something that says tens of years well regardless it's not like a
2: yeah yeah, yeah. geologically speaking it's pretty much instantaneous so so this this big mars sized thing hits earth it basically created like two big blobs. You had earth and this other big blob and then earth was earth. This other big blob, because it was like kind of flapping around squishing, ejected off a little blob. And then, so you had the little tiny blob, a big blob and earth, the big blob because of gravity ends up getting sucked back into earth and then you end up with this little blob that ends up in this perfect, perfectly distant away area that ends up in orbit, as opposed to getting sucked back into Earth and becoming part of Earth. So it's pretty, pretty cre- crazy. Basically, that it get, it got it got launched out far enough that it was able to be in a wide and stable orbit around Earth.
1: So one thing I do want to say, uh, kind of reading through with this uh, giant impact hypothesis, it's not like perfect, right? And so some of the questions that are still remaining, apparently, there's something with the the models that some people were running, um, and it, one of the things we're not really too sure exactly how the moon evolved only into a single moon. So that's one of the one of the questions still. Um, I guess that needs to still be addressed, um, and uh, you know, and then also a question that people have is, you know, Venus had a looked like it had a, a similar a similar impact. Why doesn't it have a like a giant moon like similar to the Earth? So that's you know, there, there's still there's a lot of unknowns, especially because. This happened so early in Earth's history. Mm-hmm. There's like you know how much how much evidence is going? besides the moon itself, you know that's that's obviously a big piece of evidence right there. But <laughs> you know the stuff that happened so long ago, it's just, it's hard to hard to have good evidence,
2: right? Like and that. go go back to my vacuum cleaner analogy. Say say the same thing happened to Venus, and Venus did have a moon, and then all it takes is another like Mars-sized planet to run into Venus's moon, and then they smash it to bits you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's so much chaos going on in that early part when things are still kind of molten and easily broken apart now once you get a little bit older a little bit colder a little bit more solidified and you have that late heavy bombardment um which uh, astronomers believe is when the gas Giants are actually moving from closer To the sun to further away from the sun Which is then just throwing All kinds of crap everywhere Um, So like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus Are, are now moving Out And they're just Basically disrupting every, Everything that hasn't been congealed into a Planet yet is just being tossed everywhere So that, that's why you get, you get All these Impacts on Earth, you get all these impacts on Venus, all these impacts on Mars um, and the moon all all around that same time, because everything's basically just getting disrupted.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So uh, what there's a couple other hypotheses that are out there, right? About how the how the moon formed. This isn't um, this is the only one.
0: What's your what's your favorite of all the other about the fission theory, which was uh, George Darwin, son of Charles, was a proponent of.
1: Wait, that's Charles Darwin's kid. Yeah. No, I oh, saw wow. that name. Ah, oh, I, I didn't that... know
2: that. That's funny.
1: <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny the way they kept on saying Darwin. I was like. But I did. They didn't put two and two together. That's Charles Darwin's kid. How about that? All right. I'm sorry. Yeah, because he said that they were once. He was in 1898. He suggested that the Earth and Moon were once a single body. Yep.
0: And they so separated?
1: He, yeah. What, what, were you what, say? What, did, what did What did he What did he How did he like think that they They separated?
0: The Earth was just spinning really fast. And a piece oh. of it
1: broke off due to
0: centrifugal force. Huh. But you you can't square our current angular momentum or even the moon's angular momentum with that idea. And, uh, wah, wah. there's no real explanation to say why it was, you, you, you can't, you can't get the earth to spin that fast in models. That, either.
1: And it's actually, that's one of the lines of evidence that, um, the collision is the like the really really high angular momentum of yeah. the earth and the moon and uh and there's similarities of, of of how they rotate uh by the way that is one of the
2: lives evidence that the moon is made out of cheese is that the earth was spinning so fast that it ejected a piece so maybe huh. Dar- maybe darwin came up with this cheese theory but carry on
1: no, it's uh. Sound this cheese thing sounds sounds great. I uh.
2: How? how oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading further in the other girl. However, analysis of the rocks the astronauts brought back from the moon cast doubt on these models. Suggests <laughs> that a better model, where a creator directly fashioned the moon out of cheese. Sorry. Mm.
0: They really put a lot of effort into this, right? <laughs>
2: Oh, there's a donate button too. I'll I'll, oh,
1: you should I'll post that in the course. chat. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. other other hypotheses are that the moon formed elsewhere and was captured by Earth's gravi- gravity at some point. Um, that another one is that the Earth and Moon formed kind of together at the same place, same time, from the same accretion disk. While while everything was being formed. But the only issue, kind of following what Jesse said, none of these ideas can account for the high angular momentum of the Earth-Moon system.
0: Yeah. The double-planet hypothesis also doesn't explain the density differences. Mm. And that's that's a check in favor of the giant impact hypothesis, too. Mm. Because if the core and the mantle Fuse onto the earth and you leave behind the basalt, it's much less dense than, you know, the the earth is more dense than the moon, essentially. Mm. Fun fact. All right. So if you put the earth and the moon in a big bathtub, the earth would sink a little bit deeper than the moon. There you go. that's, that's how I think about it. <laughs> the cosmic bathtub.
1: All right, gentlemen, <laughs> how many humans have walked on the moon? Oh, shoot. That I don't know. So I'm going to guess
0: 18. I want to I think I used to know the shoot.
1: Is it 12? Oh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes. <laughs>
0: Because I always I was just talking about the ocean today in class, and I always say about how more people have walked on the moon than have been to the deepest part of the ocean. Actually, is that, that I don't think true, true anymore? anymore? It's not true. It's not true anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because that there's that that company that although shouldn't we have learned by now that maybe we should cool it with taking people really right. deep.
2: Too soon. Sorry.
0: Sorry.
2: And Jesse doesn't like to travel anyway. So,
1: yeah, I don't like planes. Well, yeah, Try and get me in a submarine. <laughs> getting in a submarine, going down to the bottom of the ocean. Or what about yeah. getting on the, uh, um, oh, what's that guy's name? Branson, Richard Branson's uh, Virgin Galactic.
2: Yeah. Hey, um, yeah. Going to space. Think, but... Yeah.
1: But they're, technically they're not. Are they Are they going into space? Dude,
2: it's close enough.
0: <laughs> I know
1: they got their way. Are well, they in, that's. Um,
0: I mean, they they did they lowered the because it used to didn't it used to be like sixty six miles above the atmosphere is what they considered. I mean, in the most technical sense, you have to be hundreds of miles off the Earth to be in in true outer space
1: where you you're not feeling the effects of of the atmosphere or, or gravity in terms of like microgravity because like yeah. yeah the the people in the International Space Station are affected by microgravity right that yeah i
0: mean that... they they will they still have to they have to correct yeah um they have to, to they have to fire off boosters every now and then because they're slowly being pulled into the earth no that's not to, i'm not i'm not saying those astronauts aren't in space because i don't want to get you know like yeah, buzz aldrin punched in the <laughs> face yeah.
1: yeah
2: but so there were yeah. 17 apollo missions but only 12 people actually walked on the moon
1: yeah i
0: well, Apollo 13 never made it. Oh, um, good point.
2: <laughs> I mean, I did, Apollo I did see that movie. Shame on me. <laughs> Apollo
0: so Apollo 11 was Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. So, there were 17 missions, but only 5 went to the moon, right? Okay. 11, 12, 14, 14 13, 16, 17, 18. No,
2: seven. not a, not 18. Not
0: 17, 18. 17. 17. There was uh, Apollo
2: 18 was uh a they might be Giant's album.
0: Oh, there's a horror the movie too. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. where they they don't talk about it because uh, ghosts, ghost on the moon. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jesse sent us those memes
2: earlier. <laughs> but um, there's ghosts on the moon. Why are you loading your guns? Because there's
0: ghosts <laughs> on the moon. <laughs> Moon's haunted. Uh, so yeah. Which
1: so was here's another fun fact. What was the Apollo mission that was struck by lightning after launching? Oh, oh no. Apollo twelve. Oh really? Apollo Twelve. Yeah, I remember. There was a great, a uh, great book. I audio book I listened to it was super long. It's huge. I wish I would have read the paper version instead of listening to the audio version. Would have. I, I tend to absorb more when I read it as opposed to when I'm just listening to an audio book. But I remember them talking about this, and apparently, uh, they they were all worried like about these these thunderstorms were in the area, and and the the call was just go go go. We can't have another delay. They launched. And then the uh, the rocket got struck by lightning. <laughs> Let's see, um, holy cow! Two lightning strikes and the spacecraft disabled their electric power and guidance systems. Wow. Um, yeah, I mean, I, they they made it. It was it was all right, but uh, yeah. So it was uh, Apollo twelve.
0: It you all know, it always you know blows my mind a little bit <laughs> that so Apollo eleven they land on the moon. July of 69 and then Apollo 17 is December of, of 72. So it's, it's essentially two and a half years. We go to the moon and then we're done. Just
1: like, yeah, we, we developed. What this happened religion. was it fell out of public favor. Like it wasn't right, yeah. news. There's there was just, you know, Congress. Were, like, get oh, whatever. we're up on the, the moon again. I mean, just look at like uh. Even like with like the SpaceX stuff, the first time they landed the rocket on the pad, it like made like you know they would they are we we recycled the this rocket, cool. Now they do it like all the time, everyone's like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's been there, done that, you know. Mm -hmm. Just gotta gotta keep on doing crazier and crazier stuff, you know.
2: Yeah, and just also think about it. Like, in your cell phone has about I don't know ten thousand more times computing power than what they had to go to the moon for the apollo missions.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So listen to this, so Apollo 12 um 36 and a half seconds after liftoff, they get struck by lightning and then a second time 52 seconds after liftoff. Boom, here comes round 2. <laughs> so <laughs> nailed with lightning twice um and, and system... in that minute minute yeah, and what They got basically nailed being launched off the planet. They got struck by lightning twice, twice, two times within 30 seconds in under 30 seconds. That is
2: ridiculous. And then they're like, yeah, let's just keep going.
1: Well, I think we'll just go another two hundred. Once you press that launch button, I think I think they're in it to win it. I don't think Uh, there's
2: a back then. Probably right.
1: There probably was an abort button the uh the way that these rockets are engineered people don't realize how much of like they were just being like cowboys with these things just like they it was just wild they would never get away with what they did back then uh today
2: yeah and we've uh, talked so, about this before at the podcast like the average age of the engineer on the apollo missions was like 25
1: yeah it was like super young they were like uh the the because they had to have um engineers stationed all over the world for the relay stations for the um uh for the uh the radio um communications. And there's worth tracking or it's something like that. They had engineers all over the place, and apparently the ones that were stationed in Hawaii, it was like a giant party all the time. They're <laughs> they just they were they were just partying up the entire time. So Apollo twelve, uh uh, let's see. Systems on Apollo 12 were thrown offline, but um, they, um, they, I guess they they managed to. Uh, I doesn't say here how they. Yeah, we'll they just
2: eye it up. Though. There's the moon. We'll we'll shoot. I for think that. that's kind of what happened.
1: Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> like Apollo oh, 13, where they're like, keep keep the Earth in the window. It's like, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, just do that for 37 seconds, and you'll be good. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I mean it's right there can't be that hard to wow
1: uh, so um uh, anyways there's a uh, Apollo 12. I don't know any other fun facts about the moon what did we talk about so far oh here we go you're asking about what's the definition of what does NASA define as space uh it's called the Carmen line k-a-r-m-a-n an yeah. altitude of 100 kilometers or 60 miles
0: so yeah and um so the Carmen line, but the international, whatever, space body, didn't they just lower it to like 50, 80. 50 there's, miles? 80 kilometers?
1: Yes, yes, I am I see that number here too.
0: Because that's where Blue Origin goes. Jeff oh, is that exactly. So
1: Jeff Bezos It, it only hits, like a,
0: it hits a maximum altitude of 50 miles or something.
1: How about and that? And it
0: just that. so happens they changed it. I don't oh. want to besmirch weird a friend of the podcast jeff bezos
2: no so i wonder uh, so circling back to what we talked about in the very very beginning so that we only see the one side of the moon and it's because of the way the the way the earth the moon the tides actually we we all actually got locked in idly locked because the tides you know, the, basically the oceans on the Earth are shifting around. The, the moon and the gravitational field are, actually became locked in. But it's been locked in for a little while. And it's going to stay locked in for a little while because of the tides. Now, the moon is ever so slightly getting further away.
0: Yes. Do you know how much
1: further? I believe it's two centimeters a year.
2: Yeah, because every once in a while they'll they'll be like uh oh this is the closest moon has been in a hundred years or something like that. Yeah, um, yeah. But it's
1: well that that fluctuates well, yeah. based on the orbit, right? Yeah, you have like, perigee and apogee.
0: Yeah, so it's it had, oh, we didn't even say how far away it is, did we? We did uh, not say that two hundred
2: sixty thousand
0: miles, right? Something like two hundred and forty, two Chris, crunch those numbers, but it's All it's right. at the rate is three point eight centimeters a year, so an inch and a half. Uh, I was, of I was off. For, ah, so it's about the same rate that we're moving away from England. Yeah, yeah.
2: Take that moon. Take it that faster.
1: <laughs> um, but in, are, I want to say the moon is four hundred thousand kilometers away. I don't know See, what that miles or yeah, how it's two
0: hundred. like
2: African ad, elephants lined up in there?
0: Yeah, it's it's like 250,000 miles, four hundred thousand mm. kilometers. I guess that's the same. I don't. Four hundred thousand kilometers. Yeah,
1: almost, yeah, yeah. So the average it could be six yeah. light years for all I know. Uh, I don't think it takes light six years to get fourteen parsecs. Yeah, the uh, average it's got an average of two hundred and thirty-eight, basically two hundred and thirty-nine thousand miles, which is three hundred eighty-four thousand kilometers away so yes yeah.
0: the the average distance between the moon and the earth is 1.2 light seconds oh 1.2 seconds huh so you turn on your big your big moon flashlight and i won't see it for a, a little over a second
1: so so uh you neat. know how we know that the moon is uh moving away from the earth yeah laser beams baby lasers lasers <laughs> The Apollo, um, uh, Apollo astronauts and also the Russians did the same thing, too. They put some uh, mirrors on the moon, and we just shoot some lasers up there and see how long it takes the takes the light to go out there and reflect back. So it should take two seconds for the light to reflect back.
2: Yep. There was a Big Bang Theory episode about that. They shot a laser at the moon and recorded how long it took back to come back.
1: Uh, it's, that's right, yeah. Yeah,
2: so. Uh, uh, but, th- but that is also further evidence that we actually – did land on the moon so i don't know if there's people out there who are oh, wait, cool. waiting for our patreon extra with our conspiracy theories to talk about how we didn't do that
1: but talking about uh who was the director they thought the guy that did clockwork orange and uh stanley kubrick, that was a, kubrick. yeah they that's what the, the the loonies say that kubrick directed, directed the, it yeah <laughs> the the moon landing yeah yeah, yeah. Like well, I mean, kids. if you
2: if you were going to get somebody to direct it, I'd get Kubrick to direct
1: it. I, I mean, mean Kub- but- you would, it would be like a little more psychedelic if Kubrick, you would kind of be like, did they land on the moon? Did they not? I don't know. You got to make up your own ending, you yeah. know, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> or it would be like insanely violent. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, to, to Kubrick's defense, the clockwork orange was he didn't write it. <laughs> he just directed it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it was in the shining the little kid wears an apollo that's sweater right. that's that right has a yeah.
1: rocket on ah. it. and that was like uh people were trying to say that was like kubrick trying to tell people like yeah that was amazing landing wasn't real uh all you gotta do is go up there and find the wag bags and there you go up. so i mean full circle you know listen okay uh jesse won't go i'll go
2: I'd have to get myself in better shape, mentally and physically. Um, I feel like I'd be like one of those guy, the one of those wildcats in uh, Armageddon that goes space crazy. What what do yeah. they call it? Space nuts space or
0: something? De- space dementia.
2: Space dementia.
0: All right, <laughs> all right. I got I got some fun facts here. Oh, all sorry. right,
2: go ahead. Go ahead. Where, are you gonna say something? Oh, I have another I have another fun fact. <laughs> something more relevant okay. than space dementia. I hope so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: Please get off the thermonuclear warhead.
1: <laughs> All right, mine's uh, real fast. True or false? Yeah. The moon is the densest satellite in our solar system.
0: No, that's got to be false. I feel like Saturn's got, like, I don't know, iron moons or some shit. Iron moon. Steve, what do you say? True
1: or false? True. True. Uh, yeah. False. The moon is the second densest satellite. The champion is Io. Mm. do you know IO IO is my favorite
0: after the moon my favorite satellite what's the densest
1: it's the densest of all the satellites so there you go once
0: in third grade I made a board game a homemade board game called where in the universe is IO shut up why yep. have we waited? like how long have we known
1: each other for 15 I'm, years i don't know and now sure you're I telling I me this but, that, i'm pretty sure
2: i picked that up from parker brothers in the early 2000s ah oh,
1: they owe me royalties. wasn't that like the first thing you told me when i met you like,
0: <laughs> where in the universe is io <laughs> oh my
1: god
0: uh, yeah Big oh, fan wow. of Io. Yep.
1: Where's, I didn't know that. Where's feldo where's,
2: where's Cameron? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Car- Carmen San Diego and where is Io? <laughs> where?
1: All right, Jesse. What kind of fun facts you got about the moon?
0: <laughs> so the moon is moving away from us. In um in about six hundred million years, we're gonna lose total solar eclipses. Oh, oh it's gonna be too far away too far away and and that's i feel like sometimes we don't think about how perfectly aligned the sun the moon and the earth are it's crazy yeah yep i'm traveling Just to
2: niagara far. falls next april to see it.
0: you got yeah. a Total yeah. total solar eclipse i want to go what's it called when the when it's totally blocked when it's totality. dark totality. 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 i want to go over the falls in a barrel during totality during totality uh, yeah there's <laughs> a there's a
2: zip line over the falls i'm gonna i'm gonna do that Ooh. during totality
1: I the birds are stopped chirping this is what i'll Dude, shout as i going. saw in um uh it was a 20 2016 when the they had um uh, 2017 in, down in tennessee 2017 yeah yeah so I, you could see it uh, in my neck of the woods, and uh, it was it was so. Cr- I, I saw the. I went. I I drove a little bit away to get into like the totality. It was creepy. I could right? definitely see how like ancient civilizations were like, oh my god, it's a sign from the gods or something like it, dude. It was creepy. It's a very 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 eerie feeling like when you when you see that happen. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was down I'd- in Tennessee when it happened. Oh, oh, you did go see it down there? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, I, cool! I was in an even more grand place—the Hickory Run rest stop on the northeast extension Ooh, of the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Nice, cool.
1: <laughs> is that by? A, is that? That's a that uh, Boulder Field. Is that where? Yeah, that is?
0: Mount Pocono. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like Lee Height and Jim Thorpe. Uh, <clears throat> all right. Here we go. All right. In yeah. fifty billion years. Fifty billion, yes. So you're saying I got some time. Yeah. The the moon will be so far away. Like the setup of a how column. far away <laughs> is it? Uh the earth and the moon will reach a mutual state of tidal locking. And so they'll have the same orbital period, which means they'll both faces of the, the moon and the earth will be. Exactly the same the whole time. Every forty-seven days, they'll just be fe- you know facing each other as they as they rotate. No, uh, no question. That's not gonna, it, it's not going like to happen in like
2: four billion years. Is yeah. the
0: sun going to expand? And yeah, yeah exactly. That's yeah. where I'm going
2: with this. <laughs> I
1: know. I that was that was going to be the punchline here. Why it doesn't matter. Sorry, uh- <laughs> but because uh- eventually <laughs> it will get slingshotted off. I mean, mathematically, the moon would get slingshotted out so yeah, but, what i'll be like 60 what i billion was, years from now. no it,
0: well if if you sort of do the just the straight math it's like a hundred trillion years <laughs> uh, <laughs> but i was reading something where they actually said that um if, if you actually get into it a little bit deeper the the it'll never reach true escape velocity so they don't think it would actually leave oh that's kind of romantic it Repaired is for i mean life after the sun swallows us
2: yeah but you know you know it's like the end it's like the end of rogue one where they just like hold hands and spoiler alert get get annihilated by the death star
0: (laughs) did you uh, so i haven't seen it so i don't even know what that means oh man Uh, i'm so sorry you You said no
1: spoiler i I watched the whole movie and i was like where's luke skywalker I Dude, was so I,
2: Rogue I One, Rogue a, One, no, is of one are. of my favorite Star Wars
0: movies. Uh, no, I, mean, I saw the first three in the prequels, and then I stopped.
2: Yeah, I was like, "There's no Harrison Ford." You're, there's no Rogue One. Is the prequel to the 1977 release of Star Wars: A New Hope? It's That's awesome. not true. Is Jar Jar Binks in it? It's it's the <laughs> in between.
1: <laughs>
2: it's awesome. <laughs>
0: if there's miso jar jar i don't know <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
2: anyway carry on
0: uh you you imagine i just think
2: it's romantic that you know we 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 met when we were pretty young 120 yeah. million years old or so and then we still we'll got ne-
1: will never part
2: there to stay together the, forever the earth-
1: the Earth got the crap beat out of it, and now it has this scar that just kind of just keeps on following it around. This wow, reminder yeah. of how <laughs> I, I was thinking it might... it's
2: romantic. Chris is thinking of it as
0: like a battle scar,
1: yeah, yeah. or a to- really like toxic I have this relationship. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe maybe this yeah. isn't the most healthy relationship.
1: So the Moon is uh, gaslighting the Earth, is what what I'm, what I'm yeah. trying to say here.
0: <laughs> I would
2: like to think of it as romance because it it brought you know you you the premier geology
1: podcast so <laughs> yeah, it was like a kamikaze mission with Thea coming into the earth and spawn the moon kamikaze okay here's
0: one what what was the first human object to land on the moon um wait you mean the name of it or? or yeah just tell me something about it bigger than a bread box uh, it, it was just it, the first it, it, human object it made the, not like the Greeks. it's not like the Greeks with a slingshot or something I don't, I don't know man <laughs> it was in I the 50s
1: tell. it's kind of like an open ended question
0: in the here 50s the, 19th, the first man made object to land on the moon was in the 50s what, what, did, what did you think it was like, I don't know we landed on 69
1: yeah so we didn't we all take flight until the 20s like exactly that's a big deal it's pretty it was yeah. in the wait wait when did Sputnik happen?
0: Well Sputnik was just a satellite Sputnik was in the 50, 51 50
1: 51 and then 50. we shot something up to the moon in 19
0: what? No
2: was,
1: Sputnik was 57. Sorry. Yeah, Sputnik's so 57. When, when
2: did we land something on the moon?
0: That's what I'm saying. The 50s hey, is surprising. You're saying we it, wasn't us. it was not it was the Soviets. All right, well, Soviets, it's good it, for them. The what Soviets were the first uh 59, Luna 2 how do you know i'm but not it, a soviet it wasn't maybe this week the royal uh, week. but it it uh it was a failure oh no it was no actually sorry it was intentionally crashed but it was meant to crash oh uh, well but that's they, what yeah. they said after the fact yeah actually that's <laughs> really to see here point. we meant to do that <laughs> yeah. we meant to crash it into the moon but it was the first human-made object on on another cosmic body that's pretty all cool. right yeah good for you yeah and then then we the u.s had ranger missions in the early 60s which were impactors and they photographed and then the soviets had the first successful soft landing and took soviet uh, surface images in 66 hmm. and then we the u.s had the surveyor missions which sort of the same soft landings so how did they send back the pictures
1: back in those beep days boop, beep beep
0: boop. Boop. like early so it I was digital
1: know. photographs no uh, they didn't have digital it was all film canisters right
0: no no i'm sure there was that's a great question
1: that i will
0: <laughs>
2: but take that's a few i mean moments.
1: Like, because i know the uh the original spy satellites uh, from the CIA it was called the Corona, the Corona project, and it actually had film canisters. After take the take the pictures of the Soviet Union, it would eject the film canisters into the ocean, and it had a little uh, like a, a a beacon thing on it, and the Navy would come and, and retrieve it.
0: No, so it would they, they so that was high resolution spy. This is it was it was done. With radio and it was like early, early, early digital photographs. Digital photographs. So that's the actual. The, the first digital camera was in the early 1970s, right? It was developed by Kodak, and they, the the powers that be said this will never be a thing and sort of shelved it. Hmm.
1: Uh, at Kodak. At Kodak. Hmm. How about that? At yeah. Kodak. So irony's a well. bitch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, hey, don't the 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 good folks at Kodak in Rochester, New York. Yeah, um, rest in peace. <laughs> they're still around. They're still kicking. They're actually,
1: um it's shoot, still around. Kodak's still around.
0: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And they're they do... actually, uh, they're they're doing a little mini renaissance. Um.
2: Yeah, my son that's had a Polaroid. Well, Polaroid is, that,
1: that's Polaroid, is
2: Polaroid, right? But it had, I think, it had Kodak film in it.
1: Oh.
0: Yeah, so there's there's a resurgence in film film cameras now, but the they scrapped most of the the you know manufacturing of it, you know. I don't know, tossed all yeah,
2: that. I I want to say that Christopher Nolan film Oppenheimer, like cool. th- that was done in film.
0: Yeah, right? I, like, I mean I got I got some Ultramax right here.
1: Wow, <laughs> yeah, you jeez. <laughs> oh, you know. How did you add what Jesse just pulled out for the people that are just listening to the podcast. Jesse just pulled out a legitimate, but two container. two different two different speeds
2: uh, like, of, of still film. In the for box, those of yeah, you old, old enough film. to remember, black and white. Speed this is black film. and
0: white, and this is color. yeah.
2: Anyway, uh, yeah, I heard the Oppenheimer like film version of the movie weighs like six hundred pounds. Like you have to bring it in on like a hand truck.
1: Oh, is that is it? A, is I didn't even is it a long movie?
2: I think it's long, but I think it's also like, yeah, I think it's long. I don't know. Yeah. I've never yeah, seen it. It's,
1: it's three hours.
0: Uh, I didn't oh, see God, yet. I'm bit. I'm excited. That's actually uh, Sarah was going to take Evelyn to, to see um, Barbie. And William, my seven-year-old son, at first was like, I don't want to go see Barbie. Now he's all on board. He saw the trailer really wants to see it so good apparently it's the, a good movie yeah oh it's 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 supposed to be great but i was like i'll just take him to see oppenheimer that's what a seven-year-old wants to see a three hour biopic about
2: yeah and uh isn't uh isn't it rated r because
0: of like frontal nudity or something oh yeah <laughs> yeah i, I won't for, just for the record i'm not going to take him to see <laughs> good to know yeah uh, well,
1: i mean i i just know the story about it. like there's i mean i assume that well he, when he was like a kid in camp, like the other kids he was with, like stripped them naked and locked them in a closet or something like that. On, like, did you read the book? It's a very good book. I didn't read the book, but I did when I was in grade. They school, made a, a book out a of that movie. About, <laughs> I when I was in like. Third grade, I did a report about J. Robert Oppenheimer. <laughs> Where in
0: the world is J. Robert Oppenheimer? He made a board game.
1: <laughs> yeah, in third grade, I'm quoting him. I'm quoting Oppenheimer, quoting the Bhagavad Gita. You know, yeah. I've become the uh now you know, what is it? What is it? I have become something of death or well, I forget the message. I have become
0: I have or, become death destroyer of worlds. Yeah. Uh, yes. We were very similar third graders, apparently. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, I was uh, trying to do my times tables. <laughs> I got no, I got nothing. <laughs> Gee, Robert, right.
0: Oppenheimer. Let's, let's get let's get back to the moon here. Do we have? Uh, can we tie it in with Oppenheimer? Was there any plans to nuke the moon?
1: Oh, I, were there plans? Is that what you asked?
2: Uh yeah. there was in uh, Wells's um, time machine.
0: Oh. So
2: they were going to excavate the moon to put civilizations on the moon and then they end up screwing it up and the moon gets destroyed and then crashes into the earth and chaos ensues. I
1: would say yes, there were probably detailed (laughs) plans to nuke the moon at one point. I guarantee it. I guarantee because I've I've they were such cowboys when they first started making these nuclear bombs, like they were just like, Let's nuke everything, let's do it over the
0: over there. Yeah, so it was Look right up. around Plowshare's fun. I was just going to say Project Plowshare in the in 57 was was the idea about uh essentially terraforming the earth using nukes to like I I don't know, lay fertile land. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um but the year after in 58 the the Air Force came up with um Project A119 which was uh aim to detonate a nuclear bomb on the moon um to to sort of do some scientific research with it understand its geology and and mm-hmm. other things and
2: also just to be like yeah we did that yeah, first blew it up
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah hey see that gonna bomb it yep uh we never we never did that though you see that scar right there
1: that's me <laughs> I did that yeah, we air quotes we never did that
0: <laughs> and apparently the the Soviets had a, a corresponding plan too uh-huh. um which they also did not carry out because the partial test ban was in 63 and and then in the late 60s we had the space treaty
1: that's what I was going to ask when was when did that the space warfare thing
0: S- 67. Yeah, because yeah, there, there were satellites and stuff with like
2: guns on them.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. Like st- well,
2: in, in case people tried to like hijack the satellites, there were guns on the satellites.
0: I mean, there's still every every once in a while, like it, it's still a big deal when it comes to light that like a country, the U.S. or, or China, essentially at this point develops like a missile capable of shooting down a satellite the chinese just shot down a satellite a couple years ago because it was i don't know it it went offline and they didn't want it to but shooting a satellite is a terrible idea you create thousands of then smaller pieces right which go wild um
1: yeah because the
2: satellite's moving you know, it depending on what orbit it's in, but it's like seventeen thousand miles an hour. <laughs> it's like something do you, ridiculous.
0: Do you think I could? Do you think I could like go to law school and get a degree specialized in space law? Uh, dude, yes. First of all, just just
2: for space lawyer listeners to know, uh, we have Jesse Thornburg, who got his uh, bachelor's degree from Penn State, then got his master's degree from Temple University. Then received his receive. PhD from Rutgers University, and now is about to receive his uh, bachelor. What nope.
0: no. MBA, Master of business Master
2: of Business administration. Administration. administration administration. Thank you, MBA from Temple University. So, to, space you know, lawyer. We either we either have medical doctor left or space lawyer. So pick one, and let's face it, you don't. I think space lawyer is right up your alley. I mean, it's less I think a space lawyer than...
0: Because yeah.
2: if you're like going a medical lawyer. doctor, I'm thinking Jesse's going coroner. That's That's just wow. Something. Yeah. I, I, I think it would be too much stress for you to work on live people.
0: I don't know, even working on dead people would be tough. Ugh, yuck.
2: Okay. Space, space, l- law.
0: space lawyer space it lawyer.
2: is. Jesse Thornburg. Space lawyer.
0: Yeah, I mean... I'm not i not gonna lie I'd, wa-
2: I'd watch that sitcom
0: i'd litigate the the plot of uh, moonraker that'll be like my thesis there you Ooh. go or well, uh, space my... space cowboys
2: with uh tommy lee jones and is oh. that clint eastwood was he in there yeah.
0: uh, maybe i'm soon yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: were you gonna say um
1: moonraker's your favorite bond when i was a little kid
2: um, yes. remember I every summer yes.
1: tbs would have like bond week or yes. something like oh, that oh yeah watch, oh it was great I, yeah oh. i'd watch like just james my, Bond. My, my
2: father and, and i something. would be like dad you want to watch james bond he might be like
1: yeah heck yeah yeah <laughs> let's do uh, this also I had that experience being, being a little kid watching the scene on this at the end of the movie the scene on the space station and then james bond like kicks i don't know i think is it jaws does he get jaws out out into space or something yeah. like that and that's how he kills jaws but uh, I just remember watching that as a little kid. Like, oh, my God, this is so good. And then I watched it later on as an adult. And I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> like, how did I? Oh, yeah, it still holds up. The
2: special effects aren't that great. But
1: <laughs> Moonraker is I think it's pretty much agreed. Moonraker is the worst James Bond movie. Made. Oh,
2: God, no, no. It's tomorrow never dies is awful.
1: Is that the Pierce Brosnan one? Yes. That's pretty bad, too. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Pierce, yeah. yeah Considering it because GoldenEye was
1: awesome and then tomorrow well, never yeah. dies was, was awful. the only one that he was good yeah yeah uh
2: yeah I'm trying to think did he do 3
1: he did
0: yeah. 3 yeah um well, the world is not enough is there it, it is two? yeah yeah is well, tomorrow never dies the one where they go through the pipeline on the the cart and no uh,
2: no i think is that that, the world might is the, that might be the world is not enough no, yeah. Tomorrow Never Dies is about the news conglomerate that manipulates uh, oh, yeah, information yeah. and causes. Oh yeah,
0: I don't, I don't like. I like the world is not enough. Uh, yeah. What's her? Denise Richards plays the nuclear scientists. Yeah, right. Um. Anyway, that's a good one. Um, but Moonraker? No, I like Moonraker. Moon uh, did any of you see Moonfall? So now we know Moonfall totally inaccurate. Because the moon's moving away from us. It's not falling Ah, in. Ah, true. But if you've seen the movie, you know why it's falling into us? Is it
2: a tractor beam? I'm assuming it's a tractor beam.
0: Close. Aliens.
1: Aliens.
0: I did
2: see recently that there was a a NASA, I want to say thought experiment. I don't want to say actually like mission to put a satellite dish on the moon in one of the craters because you, you'd no, you have no atmosphere you'd have no none, none of the stuff that the earth's atmosphere messes up you'd basically have a pretty clear image of
0: space oh i was thinking when you said satellite i was like so the astronauts could get tv no no yeah, right.
2: so <laughs> basically making it like a a, a telescope
0: yeah, I think there was some thought about either putting a radio telescope, or you know, when when James Webb was still being developed. I think there's still talk about putting one, not only in a crater, but like on the dark side, so then That's it gets get shielded. Yeah, it gets shielded from the Earth Earth shine. Yeah, and yeah, can you imagine? Imagine how many stars you would see, like right. all of tens them. tens of hundreds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah that always no. you know i i hate going down this road because it always hurts my brain but there's more stars than there are grains of sand on the beach yeah which doesn't make any sense
0: three hundred
2: there's, there's lots of sand on
0: the beach man yeah there's <laughs> there's more stars than there's <clears throat> uh cells in every human that's ever lived hmm <laughs> that's a way to put it it's a big so,
2: number back, circling back to a former episode where is everybody yeah so pretty
1: cool the moons yeah.
2: ladies and gentlemen
1: well, i think that's uh that's a good amount of information for a podcast to call quits there what do, you th- what do you say anything else you want to add
2: no i think once once you hit james bond i think we're pretty much hit the I, end yeah I
1: agree i agree <laughs> so uh thank you to everyone who is uh listened to the podcast we really appreciate the heck out of you guys for uh for downloading this episode um if mm-hmm. you enjoyed listening to the podcast you want to help us out we do have a patreon uh patreon.com geology flannelcast you can see all the different tiers of of membership there uh we got some merch on geologyflannelcast.com go check that out. And uh, our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, yeah, and it's uh, a super,
2: out- super September. Tell your friends,
1: there you go. Hmm. So, Jesse's got an easy job this week because uh. I thought of like 15 songs really to, to go out with, yeah, yeah, today. So, uh, what do you got, Jesse?
0: I've only had one since we talked about when we texted about it. It's uh, that's amore by dean martin when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie. i can't believe you
1: went with that uh, nice when the moon hits your eyes like a big pizza pie that's, that's amore. amore i was talking you know, about the romance
2: relationship between yeah. us and the moon come on yeah, man that's a
1: very that's like the most romantic song ever you know uh it's funny i thought a of a, a, another song from a good a good buddy of dean martin Good old blue eyes, Frank Sinatra. Fly me to the moon. Oh shoot, Riving that's <laughs> a good one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Shoot, man.
1: But that's yeah. funny. We both picked two two uh, Rat Pack songs. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's awesome.
1: What do you got, Steve? What, what song you got to take us out with? Oh,
2: I got nothing, buddy. No, you got no- nothing. Absolutely nothing.
1: Cat <laughs> Stevens, moon Shadow. Nah, no.
2: Uh, maybe, Moonlight
0: uh, moon, Moonlight Serenade by Glenn Miller. Good Good Night mm-hmm. Moon. The book I, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, the little lady saying hush. Yeah,
2: creepy um, old lady saying hush. You ever, yeah, did you ever read that book? Much. It's
1: like yeah, I, to. I read it just every night to my kid yeah.
0: right now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's it's bad, legit. Bad Moon We're... Rising, <laughs> right here. Bad, oh, moon, yeah. bad Moon Rising by CCR. Yeah. Blue yeah. Moon by Billy Holiday uh bad moon
1: rising uh, probably yeah anywho uh, we got there's a lot of them there's a lot of them yeah so uh moonlight sonata did we say that it's a lot of uh no i feel like we could do this we could do this for a whole another episode of just songs about the moon (laughs) so anyways thank you so much for uh for tuning in and listening and uh We'll catch you guys next week with another um, action-packed episode of the premier geology podcast, the geology final cast. See ya. Bye.
0: Thanks for stopping by.